It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T-Triple-O-F-L-A-Double-T. Let's get into some of the Summer League action. Um, I'm just going to hop into uh, Corey Kispert. You know, what what to make of Corey Kispert's first two Summer League performances and of the game tonight. I mean, this this Summer League is just not really um, complimenting or complimentary for Corey Kispert or conducive for him. There's just not – the guards that we have, you know, missing Cassius Winston has been huge for Corey Kispert. Um, I'm very happy that Isaiah Todd got to play tonight too. I'm, I'm going to get to him. But, you know, I did write some notes about Corey Kispert and how he, how he performed tonight. Didn't shoot the ball well, but he was aggressive. Um, he's great at hustling. He, he has great IQ, diving on the floor for loose basketballs. I mean, he, he does that. He finished in, in transition. Um, well today um, and he was confident down the stretch even though he shot the ball badly and didn't shoot the ball well he still knocked down a three in the clutch for us to go to overtime now the coaching um, we were up by 381 to 78 and of course Cam Thomas hits a three to tie the game uh, Mike Miller is the head coach of the summer league team so and Scott Brooks was known for that too not fouling when you're up by three that's just a backbreaker you cannot let a stone cold score killer and Cam Thomas shoot a three off the dribble and a leaner three at the end of the game. And uh, Corey Kispert, his defense is okay. It's, it's okay, but it's not great. I mean, and they, they Cam Thomas, that last play, they got the matchup they wanted, even though Cam Thomas, he might have double dribbled on that last play. He shot a tough leaner three-pointer to win the game. But um, this, this is a tough shot by a tough maker, by a tough shot maker. So, uh, Maybe they, they should have put a better defender than um, Corey Kispern or Cam Thomas to, to stop him on that last play. But this the way this roster is set up right now, unfortunately, was hit by COVID. Cassius Winston didn't get to play and Kyrie Walker. And, you know, we just didn't we, – we don't really have a floor general guard. And, and Corey Kispert, his game is, is basically – he's a shooter. He's a spot-up shooter. He can move around. He's a cutter coming off screens, pin downs, different things like that. He's not a shot creator. He's not a guy that's going to – go off the bounds and cross you up, crossovers, in and outs, different things like that. That's not his game. That's just not what he's going to do. He need, He's relying on other guys to, sh- to um, set him up for threes and, and cut into the basket, different things like that. He's he's solid at attacking closeouts, but that NBA speed, even even in the summer league, it's catching up to him right now. Um, he's not he's not able to pump fake and get by guys. It's a different speed. It's a different athleticism. He's going to get used to the game. I wouldn't overreact to him not shooting the ball well in the first game and this game right now, I just wouldn't overreact to it because I want to see him play with Spencer Dinwiddie. I want to see him play with Bradley Bill. You know, in college, you got to play with Jalen Suggs, Joel Ayayi, uh, Drew Timmy, um, even even a couple years ago, Rui Hachimura. So every team he's been on in college has, has players that are better than their opponents around him, and they've been able to set him up for open shots, open threes, like I said, backdoor cuts, um, different kind of cuts, different things like that. This roster is it's, it's kind of an every man for himself 
kind of summer league roster right now. Even in, in uh, Seth Greenberg and the other commentator, they said it time and time again. There was a point during this game that Seth Greenberg was just going in on on everybody. There was one pass, one dribble, or a couple dribbles and a three pointer, and that was every possession in the first three quarters. It was hard to watch. It was like watching paint dry. And I really didn't want this game to go overtime, but of course it did. It was hard to watch. It was a lot better in the fourth quarter. There was some more ball movement. Number ten, um, Rathan Mayus. He started to pass the ball. He had nine assists. So I'll talk. I'll talk about him later on. About other guys who stood out, other than um, Corey Kispert and Isaiah Todd. But um, this is just, it's not a roster for him. And I and I like the guy uh, Jones. Uh, is it is Mike Jones? Let me let me see. Uh, Mason Jones. I'm sorry, Mason Jones out of Arkansas. But he, he, he really has tunnel vision. He's a guy that's trying to make it. There's a lot of guys trying to make a name for themselves right now and score and get a bucket rather than move the ball a couple of times. And the coach, Mike Miller, he might have to – he does need to instill that. You know, but Corey Kispert – and Seth Greenberg said it as well. You know, he, he's, he's, he, now he knows that he's really getting looked off and not getting the ball as much, and he's trying to – somewhat force the issue or be more aggressive. I saw him be a lot more aggressive than he was in the first game. And I, I did like that, even though he's not making the shots now. He got blocked on a three. Um, and then he, he shot a really bad shot. I think the shot clock was going down, but it was a questionable shot. He was short on his three-pointers as well this game. Um, not a great game from him. Definitely definitely want to see some improvement. But this this roster is not going to help him out. He's really missing Cassius. He's really missing Cassius Winston, a floor general. And that's not a – I'm not knocking the guards on the on the roster right now, but at the same time, it's just not really conducive for Corey Kispert in the summer league, you know. And I, like I said, I wouldn't get too hyped up. You know, we've seen Glenn Rice Jr. be a, a summer league MVP. Troy Brown was first team um, in, in the summer league as well. Otto Porter was a heck of a summer league player as well. And those players aren't bad players, but it just shows you, you know, there's some guys that you never heard of that have heck, had had heck of a summer league, and they haven't played well in in in, in regular NBA play. So. Corey Kisper, like I said, I wouldn't give up on him. Some people were overreacting on online um, about him just not playing well. So his his stat, his stat line for tonight was. And I'll I'll talk about some things that I liked that I saw from Corey Kisper that I like. I wrote down in my notes. So um, he did set a hard illegal screen one time. I did see that he did die for the basketball. So he, he's a tough nose, um, high IQ kind of guy. Uh, he did hit a he did hit a nice pull up jumper. I like that. I like the aggressiveness from him on that. Um, the transition layup, uh, I thought that was nice in transition. Uh, kind of want to see him dunk the ball if he could. You know, I know somebody was around him, and he's like I said, he's athletic. He's more athletic than what people give him credit for. I seen him had a he had a nice dunk against UCLA in the uh, Final Four, and um, he had the the layup where it was goaltended. He scored on that. And then he had the clutch three. So the guts and the confidence, you know, if you don't see the shot falling, he's still shooting it. He's still confident going for it. So he was four for 14 from the field, one for eight from the three-point line, which is pretty bad, and uh, nine points. Um, had one rebound, one assist, and did not get to the free throw line. So um, the shooting percentages are not there. But this is summer league where you're here to learn and, and get better. But – um, like I said, with this roster, it's just not really helpful for him. So um, really missing Cassius Winston, even missing Isu Sanin, and definitely missing Denny Abdia. Denny Abdia, once again, definitely could have been a big help for um, Corey Kisman in some way. I just think he's a guy that definitely could have made some plays and been a playmaker, a great ball handler, to help um, Kisper get some more open shots. Now, Kisper was, a, was aggressive and uh, took some tough shots. 
and just wasn't able to make any shots. So he, like I said, Kispert, he is what he is. He is who he is. Um, he is who he thought he was, and he, he's a shooter. That's what he is. He's not going to, you know, create and, and dribble off the dribble too much. So he just needs guys to help him, and, and the assembly really wasn't uh, helping him with that. So I, I do want to get to Isaiah Todd's performance next, and I do want to get to some other guys who did stand out, who did play well. Um, there were some guys that, that did play well, and I think it just they, a lot of them just needed to get warmed up um, throughout the game. Same thing with the Nets. The Nets were shooting pretty poorly to start the game off as well. Both teams shot pretty um, poorly from the three-point line this game to start off. So we'll get into Isaiah Todd's performance. I was I'm, I was excited to see Isaiah Todd. I like the energy that he brought. But let's before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. Um, deodorant, man, is it, what you really need at this time. It's been super, super hot in the DMV. It's been about 99. It was 99 degrees out, outside. So this one, you really, really, really could use Sweat Block. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. Works up, works for up to seven days per use. It's a long time, and it has dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters, it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past ten years and over thirteen thousand reviews. Manufactured in the USA, uh, wear what you want to wear. With it's your little secret of confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Once again, Sweatblock was fe- featured on the Rachel Ray Show, and firefighters wear this as well. You know, they're in those hot suits, and they move around a lot. They got to get stuff done, and they wear Sweatblock, and it works. Um, so Sweatblock is very, very, very useful. Um, if you are someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Um, also, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. If you bet on the Washington football team um, game, if you bet on the Patriots or you bet on, I think the under, I think the score ended up being 20 to 13 or something like that. Um, they ended up losing by letting a big run happen at the end of the game. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, that was a game. That was probably an easy game to bet on. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the ex- action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prefer their runs to the playoffs. Head to, website, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. The promo code is locked on. Now, let's get to Isaiah Todd. And, you know, what I said before about Otto Porter, you know, I was a big – I liked Otto Porter a lot. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Otto Porter. You know, he like I said, he was, he was incredible in the summer league and Glenn Rice Jr. and – Troy Brown and you know what I'm what I'm trying to say is that summer league is not the end all be all. If somebody doesn't perform well in summer league as a rookie, I wouldn't I wouldn't go too far and give up on a player. Like I said, Corey Kisper's been okay. He's shown effort, he's shown heart and um confidence. And that's all I want to see from from our rookies right now. But let's let's get to Isaiah Todd right now. Um Isaiah Todd, um, he showed aggressiveness. That's what I like seeing from him. He was aggressive. He had a, he had a, he actually he almost dunked on somebody's head. He had a nice dunk attempt. And I thought the ball it went up in the air off the rim and then it fell back down. And I was confused. They didn't say an and one, 
and I don't know if my eyes are playing tricks on me or something, but I clearly saw the basketball go back down into the rim. Um, let's look at his numbers real quick. He was two for 10 from the field, so the shooting percentages were not good. But this is his first game. And, you know, he was out with, you know, health and safety protocols. Didn't get to play the game before. Um, he ended up with five points, um, three boards, zero for five from the three-point line. Um, I thought he could have went to the cup a little bit more, but he was confident in his shot. That's what he is. He's a stretch big, stretch four, stretch five, a shooter. And uh, he has some nice blocks, too. He has some nice blocks. He was pretty confident. He was pretty confident. You could hear him say, give me that, you know, you know what, on the um, in the audio. He had two blocks. You could hear him say that kind of. Kind of like our Car- Carmelo Anthony, he, you know, when he, whenever he gets a rebound, he's like, I, I got it. I got it. He, he, he um, you know, says what he says. But Isaiah Todd, you could hear him in the, in, in, in the audio say some stuff, talking trash to the other players. And I like that tenacity and that aggressiveness. You can see that he's going to be a good player. But at the same time, you can tell that it's, it's going to take some time. He's got he's to live in the weight room. He's got to get stronger. He's still lean. You look at him, he's still – he's taller than everybody else. But at the same time, he's still skinnier and still lean, leaner than everybody else out there. So – um, but I was encouraged from what I saw for his first game to go out there and play with, with confidence. And, you know, he's a guy from Baltimore. So, you know, Baltimore ballers, they have a lot of confidence when they go out there and play. So um, I was I was intrigued to see to see him play like that. I thought he had a nice uh, a nice drive to the basket. Um, he made uh, he had a nice dunk attempt as well. And uh, I, th- I thought he played pretty hard. I thought he played pretty hard. He, he missed his threes. But um, and he had a nice he, and he did accidentally tip the ball in as well um he tried to rebound it but some way some way somehow he accidentally scored the ball for the nets but um let's let's get to the players who stood out other than the two draft picks uh Corey Kispert and uh Isaiah Todd so I like I like what I saw from um Rathan Mayas number 10 uh he had five points nine assists and six boards I just thought the offense moved better with him I thought there was better ball movement when he got in there he didn't get a lot of playing time in that first game but uh he was a guy that started and they switched up the lineup if you guys didn't notice they did switch the starting lineup um I thought the ball moved better with him and he had a nice pass on the dime to um Hollins from Minnesota Austin Hollins from Minnesota uh he played pretty well man he had 13 points and uh two steals and two boards. I thought he shot the ball well. He made a clutch three in the corner. He was hustling out there. He finished strong, and he was the beneficiary of the um, Rathan Mayas uh, long backcourt pass. Uh, I thought they had some pretty good, pretty good chemistry. And the big man, Echenique, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but he has 17 points, three steals, and four boards. He had a couple under un, up and under moves. He was a good um big man he, he was good with his back to the basket he had a couple face-up moves he had a nice and one where he finished in traffic as well he had good hands finishing well but you know he had a rocky start in the beginning of the game um uh, where he got blocked a couple times but he kept going you know he was six for ten from the field five for eight from the free throw line I thought he played pretty darn well um and he was strong down there and he had two blocks so um he played pretty strong I don't think he's a guy that will make the roster but maybe he can make he can make it the capital city go-go I thought he played pretty well down the stretch um who else played uh, Caleb Holmesley I like I like what I see from him uh I think he can play on a go-go I don't think there's a, enough roster spots for him but I actually did some more research on Caleb Holmesley and he played for Liberty and Liberty <laughs> Liberty and they upset Mississippi State in the first round they were they were a 12th seed and Mississippi State was a was a fifth seed and he dropped 30 points in that first round game so he's highly capable um, the first game is is more showing of what he's capable of doing, 
And uh, he had his moments in his game. He had a nice pull-up jumper from the free throw line, and he brought the ball up a couple times. So he ended up with seven points and six boards, one assist and one steal, one block. Um, I, I thought he played pretty well for the most part. Just didn't get the ball as much in this game. The, the ball movement was really, really, really bad at times. A lot of guys weren't able to – you know, a lot of guys were like, you know, this is my last chance – or this is my chance to show off, and they put the head down, heads down with the basket. Um, Mason Jones. Um, he's really aggressive. He kind of looks like Marcus Thornton or reminds me of Marcus Thornton a little bit. Um, but he's just really, really aggressive. He doesn't pass up a shot that there's, there hasn't been a shot that he doesn't like. He's going to shoot the ball. He's going to get his shots up. And uh, at times it was a detriment at, at times. He had five turnovers tonight. He had five turnovers and guess what? Zero assists. Zero assists and five turnovers. That's a really bad turnover to assist ratio right there. Um, I thought he could have looked for his teammates a little bit more. But he's a scorer. He did play with the Sixers, like I said in the last video. He played with the Sixers, um, so he's one of the few guys on his team that have that has had actual NBA experience. Um, but at the same time, bro, you you gotta move the ball. You you might get the ball back. Some guys are like, if I pass it, I'm not gonna get the ball back. But he went six for seven from the free throw line, one for three from the three point line. So the shooting percentages were were solid right there. Thirteen points, two steals, and um, I thought he played pretty well. With my guy Jordan Goodwin, who was on the show. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who we inter who I interviewed had four points, five boards, and two assists. And uh, the commentators kept saying that he's one of the he, he was the he was probably the best rebounding guard in the in the in NCAA as he averaged a double double. The guy is like six foot three, and averaged ten boards a game. That's incredible. That's insane. There's big men who don't even average four rebounds a game, and this guy went out there and averaged ten rebounds a game and did it twice, did it consecutively in his college career. So it wasn't like a fluke thing. He goes out there on boards. He had a nice finish today. He had a couple of nice passes as well. Uh, set some guys up. And uh, I thought he played better than what he did in the first game. Uh, he had a plus five and plus minus. Um, Austin Hollins was a plus eight and plus minus. Jay Huff, um, he had seven fouls. He almost fouled out, kind of like what Jan Vesely did in the summer league. He had seven fouls. Um, he had four points, three assists, and eight boards. So he was rebounding. The rebounding was there. Um, so he definitely tried with that. Hernandez had a nice dunk tonight, um, but he just hasn't shot the ball well. Um, so he's one of the players that, you know, I'm not going to say studs and duds, but, you know, he hasn't really played well so far in the summer league. Um, I think that's about it. Marcus Bolden didn't play, Gist didn't play, and Andre Dawkins did not play. Johnny Dawkins' son, son did not play um, tonight. Um, so, yeah, that, that's everybody on the roster going right there. But um, next, I want to talk about Tommy Shepard. They did interview Tommy Shepard. He had a pretty funny comment. I'm going to get into that. They, they, um, Seth Greenberg and the other commentator interviewed. And so I'll get into that. And then I'll, I guess I'll give my top five plays uh, from the summer league. There were some top plays. Even though it was hard, it was like watching paint dry tonight. It really was at times. But um, there, were some, there were some interesting plays. And the Nets, the Nets got some good rookies. I, wanted, I do want to touch on their rookies just a little bit. So, um, But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Um, why choose to spend 30% to 50% or even 100% more of the same parts from a chain store when you can just go to Rock Auto? They have great deals. For comparison, a fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but only $216 from Rock Auto. Um, go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. They have a plethora of flavors and they're also healthy at the same time. I have a huge sweet tooth, so these definitely it definitely helps me with my sweet tooth because they're healthy at the same time. So it's not like I'm eating a bunch of Snickers Snickers bars, but um, the flavors they offer as well is coconut cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and strawberry. Um, not only are Build Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy as well. Like I like I said, check out the macros: seventeen to eighteen grams of protein, calories ranging from one hundred thirty to one hundred eighty, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, so I just want to get into what Tommy Shepard said during his interview, and um, I thought it was very interesting. So they did ask him about Caleb Holmesley. Um, he said, we're invested in Caleb Holmesley. I think you're going to see him with us on the go-go. Uh, he did talk about Caleb, Caleb Holmesley's time in the G League bubble, and uh, I think it's very telling. I think Caleb Holmesley is a, good, is a great player, and if he some way somehow does fight his way on a roster, I think that would be great. Um, the roster is filled. I think the last man on the roster really is Anthony Gill. Um, so, you know, I don't want to see anybody get injured, but if somebody is, um, unavailable, Caleb Holmes is, is definitely a guy that can step in. And I, I do want to see how our G league program translate. Um, you see what, what Sunsell Jr. was able to do with the Nuggets with helping, you know, Nicole Jokic develop and, uh, Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. I don't think those guys went to the G league at all, but at the same time, you just see, what they've done with their, you know, undrafted guys and, and second round. In the second, I mean, all those guys were drafted, but they were late round picks. They weren't lottery picks. Jamal Murray was a lottery pick. Michael Porter Jr. was um, right after the lottery with 15, but those weren't high picks. They weren't, you know, fifth pick of the draft, number one pick, you know. So uh, the Nuggets have been able to develop late round picks is what I'm getting at. And uh, I think Caleb Holmesley has a lot of potential. I like, I like what I've seen. I, I, like, I like what I saw at Liberty. Um, the guy can play. Um, so also, um, they asked him about the roster and free agency moves. Uh, Tommy Shepard responded by saying, our roster is in transition. We made a lot of moves between the draft and free agency. We're trying to get it all balanced out. So he's saying we're trying to get it all balanced out. So why is it not balanced out? You know, why, what, what else do you have to do to balance the roster out is what, is what I'm saying. You know, what else? What else really needs to be done to balance it out? Does another trade need to happen? Does somebody need to be moved? Like, what else do you need to do to balance it out is what I'm saying. Is that a, another another avenue for patching, packaging somebody in a trade? Now, personally, I don't think anybody is going to get traded. And um, I, would say, I would say never say never. You know how Tommy Shepard is. Every time he has a press conference, that's when you know Somebody gets traded. John Wall got traded. Russell Westbrook got traded after the press conference. So after after um, some of Tommy Shepard's pressers. So like I said, you, you never say never. But um, I think this roster is set right now with the 15 guys that they have. 
Um, I think the only person that they might try to move and get some value from would be maybe Kuzma. But that's about it because Bertons, in my opinion, just doesn't have any value for a trade. I think the only thing you would get back now is maybe a second-round pick and uh, a young young development player at, at best because of his contract. He didn't play well last year. Maybe something at the trade trade deadline, and that's really it. Uh, Thomas Bryant, he's coming off with an injury, so I don't really see his trade value being high either. So I see some fans getting hyped up for Carl Anthony Towns. I think that's a pipe dream. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, I do want to get into some top plays that stood out to me um, tonight. Of course, that Cameron Thomas three was incredible. I mean, the guy, he's a scorer. He's just a bucket getter. Um, that's what he did. He's a professional scorer. He's going to be a really, really good player to come for years and years and years. Um, I thought the Hernandez putback dunk was really, really nice. Um, I thought that was a good play by him. That was a sports center type play right there. Um, Enrique, in, yeah, Enrique, the uh, big man, or in, in, in I'm sorry, I'm, I'm butchering his name, but the big man for the Wizards tonight, uh, he had a nice up and under finish tonight. He had some good plays, and that and one was really nice too. Uh, Caleb Holmesley had a nice block as well. I like that a lot. Uh, Kessler Edwards had a nice dunk too. He, he's a good player. He's a guy that I, I wanted the Wizards to draft. He's a 3 and D player at a Pepperdine. Um, he can shoot the ball, and he's tall, and he's athletic. Um, they got some good guys on the nest. Raymond Sharp is a good rebounder, energy big. They got some good good guys on that roster. Um, Brandon Knight is actually on that nest roster, as I talked about last night with uh, with my special guest, Aaron. Um, we didn't get to see Brandon Knight at all. And I, I guess I see why, because they just want to play Camp Thomas and some of the young guys. Um, he had a nice ball fake, too. Um, so he made some good plays. But, yeah, there, there were some solid plays down the stretch in the game. And, um, you know, they play again on Sunday night. So we'll see how they do Sunday night. That's their last summer league game as well. Um, I wish they could get another game. Honestly, I really wish they could. And I think they, I think they, they, some, some of the guys do need it for a developmental person. I think Isaiah Todd could definitely use another game just to get used to the physicality of the NBA, even though it's not the, the, the um, actual NBA guys, it's still the young guys. And he, he probably faced this caliber talent in the G League in, uh, with the Ignite. But I think he could definitely use another summer league game. Um, Kispert, I, I just wouldn't judge him by the summer league games because he needs other guys to create for him and set him up and put him in better situations. So we just know who what he is. Uh, but they do play the Bucks on um, Sunday NBA TV at 4 p.m. So Sunday game at 4 p.m. on NBA TV. So we'll, we'll see how they shake out. They're 0-2 right now. Um, I don't know what the qualifying is to make the playoffs. Playoffs? I got to look that up and see if they're going to qualify to make the playoffs. I don't think they will. They'll be on two. But I, I hope they I hope they give them another game. I hope they give them another game. Now, Tommy Shepard, he is scheduled for a press conference tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So I will be locked in. I'll try to react to that. And then also I'm going to do a mailbag next week. Um, so just a schedule heads up. So the podcast is going to be three days a week instead of five days days a week, you know, because it's the all season. It's kind of a – Kind of the, the, the um, you know, there's not too much going on right now. You know, there might be a trade here and there or somebody being waived or cut or something like that. Maybe a transaction here and there. But, you know, there's no games. The draft already happened. Free agency is a little dry right now. Um, there are some still got, There are still some guys that I would like the Wizards to take a look at in signing. So I do want you – so right now, for some reason, the Lock on Wizards uh, Twitter is suspended. So please – at me on Twitter at E-D-T-Triple-O. 
F-L-A-T-T for the mailbag. Please ask any questions. You can't at the Locked On Wizards on Twitter. You can DM me. You can message me. Even on YouTube, if you follow my YouTube channel, Ed Oliver, Washington Football. You know, I do Wizards and Washington Football content on my YouTube channel. Even on that, if you just – if whatever is easiest for you to uh, comment any mailbag questions, because I know there's a lot going on with the Washington Wizards, I do want to talk about some lineups later on next week, and I, I, I'm going to react to Tommy Shepard's press conference, and, of course, I'm going to react. We do play the Bucks. Um, the only notable player really on their summer league roster is um, Theo Pinson. Uh, I know everybody remembers him from the uh, being on North Carolina. So that's really about – oh, Mamadi Diakate. He went to Virginia when they did win that championship with Kyle Guy. Uh, so he's a local guy somewhat. Um, Jordan Nawara has been playing really well, and that's really it. They don't really have many notable guys on the roster right now. So that's about it. But, um, yeah, it looks like we're going to wrap up here. And um, I'll see you guys uh, when we talk about this Bucks game on Sunday night and, um, you know, talk about this Tommy Shepard uh, press conference. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. I, like I said, I love the summer league, even though it's been hard to watch with this roster because we, we just don't have a lot of big-name guys. Corey Kisper is our top pick, but we don't have a roster like the Rockets. The Rockets have St. Goon, Josh Christopher. We don't have a Cade Cunningham top lottery pick. So that's a part of the reason why this summer league roster and guys are out. So this summer league roster was really hit by by the um, virus. So, um, like the Wizards have been hit by the the COVID virus all all season, uh, and Bradley Bill couldn't even go to the Olympics. So, but yeah, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Locked On Wizards and other podcasts. And uh, like I said, don't forget to ask questions on the mailbag. Just you know, add me on Twitter E D T Triple O F L A T T. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by Locked On Bets. Betting on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody have a good one. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.